In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. It is the night when the earth is once again without form and void, ruined and undone by sin. The darkness that was once over the face of the deep is mirrored by a deeper darkness that covers the face of all peoples, a darkness in which God is a stranger, a darkness in which the flesh returns to dust, the darkness in which all is vanity. But the spirit who once hovered over virgin waters now hovers over a virgin womb. God speaks and says once more, let there be light, and uncreated light is laid into a manger. God of God, light of light, has come into this world, and the darkness cannot overcome him. Not the darkness of your sins, not the darkness of the politicians and rulers of this world, not even the darkness of disease or the shadow of death. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It is the night when the angels who sang at the dawn of creation sing once more, for the true light has come, and the new creation has dawned. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. It is the night when once again a little ark floats over the face of the deep. The floodwaters that once covered the mountains are now mirrored by the floodwaters of human sin. For people have indeed become lovers of themselves, as the scriptures say. Lovers of money, proud and abusive, disobedient to parents and ungrateful, unholy and without love, unforgiving and slanderous, with no self-control, and brutal, not lovers of the good, but treacherous, rash and conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And over this man-made flood of evil, we have set a little man-made rainbow in pure mockery of God. But God is infinitely good, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and his eyes are once again upon a little ark, the little ark of the Christian church. He who once washed the entire world with water now sanctifies all these waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of all your sins, a baptism that now saves you, that you may be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church being separated from the multitude of unbelievers. And to this little ark, 
he sends a most blessed dove with an olive branch in his mouth, with life in his mouth and peace on his lips. For the Christ child whom he sends means exactly this. Your warfare is over. Your iniquities are pardoned. Be at peace and be of good cheer. Dry ground and a new world await you. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. It is the night when once again Father Abraham lays his son upon the wood. Only now it is the eternal Abraham who lays his son upon the manger. His son, his son, his only begotten son, the apple of his eye and the object of his unfathomable love. But this is no test of faith, no dress rehearsal, or mysterious foreshadowing. There is no angel to interrupt or stay the Father's hand. The knife raised on account of your sins and mine will come down. As we sang, nails, spear will pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. For he who knew no sin became sin for us. And the Son of God became the Son of Man, that we sons of men might become the sons of God. On the Mount of the Lord, it is provided. This night we receive our Savior, the Son who reconciles us to the Father, the Son who makes us sons. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. It is the night when once again Egypt sleeps securely in the darkness, unaware that the angel of death has drawn near. As Pharaoh once made legal the slaughter of the infants, oppressed the people of God, and ignored the plagues and warnings that God had sent. So it is with our pharaohs today. And our Egyptians cling to their magicians and talismans and false gods, none of which will save them when death's angel comes. Not their scientists or their doctors, not their iPhones or their health apps, not their progressivism, their communism, or their dreams of a sexually immoral utopia. The angel of death readies his blade, not only for the firstborn, but for all. And we, like God's people of old, eat while standing with sandals on our feet, and only the blood of a lamb between us and the eternal death that we too deserve. To us this night, God gives this lamb, a Passover lamb, 
whose blood marks us with the mercy of God, the blood of the Lamb painted on the threshold of our hearts with God's word, painted on the threshold of our lips with God's chalice. Unto us this night a Lamb is given that the angel of death might pass over us forever. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. It is the night for which all other nights were given, and the night that makes all other nights new. It is the night of the holy incarnation, of the bush that burns but is not consumed, of the rod of Aaron that buds and blossoms, of the stone that is hewn from the mountain without hands. It is the night of a thousand glorious mysteries, and I wish that I could stand here and preach them all to you, but we'd be here until next Christmas. So let it suffice that we focus on what is perhaps for us, the most glorious of all, the mystery of God's love. For while we were still his enemies, the Father loved us and gave his Son. While we were still his enemies, the Son loved us and came down. While we were still his enemies, the Holy Spirit loved us and preached Christ into the manger of our hearts, hearts that are indeed littered with dung and straw, with darkness and wickedness and worldliness. But this is why he came, to be God with us, to be God for us, and to reveal to us the unexpected and unfathomable love of God. This is the night when love wrapped himself in our DNA and flesh and bone and was born. But love does not come down to us in the way of the world to give us acceptance or approval, a warm hug or some solid advice. Love is not given the name Oprah or Dr. Phil. Love is given the name of Jesus, for he has come to save us from our sins. Love does not become incarnate to stroke our egos or minister to our felt needs or do for us whatever foolish things we think he should do. Love became incarnate for us to do for us what we absolutely need and cannot do. He came to take away our sin and with it death and hell that we might be reconciled to God and be reunited in eternal life with those who have gone before us. So love did what was necessary. Love took human hands that he might own what our hands have done and so was pierced for our transgressions. Love took human flesh that he might own what our sinful flesh has done, and so was scourged and marred beyond human semblance. For our sinful words, 
his holy mouth was struck. For our sinful thoughts, his noble head was crowned with thorns. For all the evil that flows forth from our sinful human hearts, his heart was pierced. And by his wounds, we are healed. But love wouldn't have it any other way. For the incarnation and the crucifixion, the manger and the cross, are not contrary to God's nature. They are precisely who God is. For God is love. And love is born this night to give his life for you. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appears and the soul feels its worth. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.